Hey folks, welcome to the podcast about Catholic things. Uh, this is Eric, the ambassador of Common Sense, and I am not here with Dan today. He's, uh, last I heard he was in Miami. I'm not sure where he is now. But I'm here with Jason instead. Which I'm is here. Just good. Yeah, that's all we needed. Uh, yeah, Dan doesn't Jason, know what he's talking about, generally. Yeah, a lot of times, it's just all nonsense. Right. What is he, ambassador of nonsense? Is that what you call him? Yeah. Okay. You're, uh, Jason's at least a citizen in nonsense, <laughs> um, but he's got dual citizenship, uh, it, nonsense and common sense, and uh, he's like a double agent. Right. But uh, let's see. Today we are talking about transgenders, which... You know, all the other pod, everybody's already done a podcast or a radio show about transgenders, uh, except we haven't because we started doing this podcast kind of after that big phase of everybody talking about it was over. But, uh, I don't know. I thought, you know, we should, it's still out there. It's still being talked about here and there. I think. I think if somebody's of a certain opinion about transgenders, that's probably never going to change. But um, well, I thought, I, what what are the opinions like? I you know what what when it comes to transgender, like what kind of ideas are out there? I mean, you know that's yeah, and. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's hard to even say what, it's not like the church has a teaching on this, because there's there's nothing really to teach about. I mean, here's a man who says he's a woman, now what what do we say about that? Okay, be a woman, but um, I guess, you know, what we want to explore is what, what should our response to that be as Catholics? And then I guess you could get in a little bit into something like the priesthood. Uh, in order to become a priest, you have to be a man. Well, well right. we've got this man who says he's a woman or a woman who says she's a man. Uh, then can this woman be a priest? Because she identifies as a man. And I guess... Um, I think well, that, and and you're saying once wants to live a celibate life or whatnot, and and wants to become a priest, but biologically it's a female. That's that's the scenario right. you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I I guess eventually this is going to come up. If it hasn't already, I'm sure it has, and it's already been. Uh, you know, the decisions have been made and the decisions are what they are. They're never going to change on that. But we could at least talk about them and maybe discuss why they are the way they are. And also what our uh, response to these kind of things should be. Because, um, you know, you... I, I read blog posts and stuff by people, by parents of children, who they all said it, 
they thought it was a non-issue. They didn't think it really affected them. And then their kid comes in and says, I'm a woman or I'm a man when they're not. And now you got to decide how do you deal with that? The same way a lot of parents uh, might have to deal with a kid who says, um, I have same-sex attraction. I don't think we've even done a show on that yet, but um, I think the, the church has spoken on that very loudly, very clearly. Sure, but these are these are two. We're not we're not talking about that right now. We're we're right. just talking about the idea of someone claiming to be something that they are not. Right. That's that's the topic at hand, um, and acting out that life. That's a whole. That's a. That's almost a whole different topic, right? Like what you do with that is one yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, because I mean, if if you if you are homosexual, uh, the church has already spoken on this. You are called to a life of celibacy. Right. If you have those attractions. Right. Right. You can't marry another man. A man cannot marry a man. It's there's there's no going back to that and. Uh, I mean, a lot of people want to, and they think they can, but it's just, it's, it's not possible. So, but what about in a case where this man thinks he's a woman and there's the rest of the stuff aside from being married? Um, I'm not sure what all is there, but, um, there are things. Have you done research on this when it comes to. I mean, statistics, are these, are these folks, uh, considered, I I don't know what the right terminology is, but are, are, are they considered, uh, sane? I mean, do they real like, yeah, that's one of the problems. If I decide that I'm a dog, is that the same or is that different than I'm going to decide I'm a female? You know, what, what's right. How, how does a psychologist or, or, you know, the mental health industry determine, Hey, this person is not sane or, you know, how does that work? Have you, or at have you least into there's that? a, I, well, I know that I, I mean, in, in here in America that it's, um, it is not treated as a disorder. Right. Uh, as a psychiatrist, I guess, you're looking, someone comes into your office and says, um, I, I was born a man, but I am a woman. Uh, you are not to treat it as a disorder. Instead, you treat the body as if the body is the disorder. Like, you have the wrong set of genitals. Which, uh, I, I can't even, there's so many ways and that seems backwards. In fact, well, this whole subject, I think to most people, I, I think most of us thought it was kind of a joke when people started talking about it. Because it, it just seemed so silly. I, I think it was, um, I, I'd never even heard of it, or if I did, you know, I've, I mean, I've heard of men dressing in drag, right? Like, yeah. I, that's, I don't want to say commonplace, but that wasn't anything new, you know, that's been going on for quite some time, but, right. um, 
the idea of actually, I guess the terms they're using are identify as something other than what you are. Um, I think I, I think the first time it really hit me that that's really going on is, I guess, when one of the large uh, store like Target decided that their bathrooms uh, weren't limited to you know male and female. It's it's however right. you decide. Uh, essentially, they were letting transgender males, biological males who think they're females, into into women's bathrooms and just going with right. it. Yeah, that's really when the discussion opened, because um, I guess before that it was one of those say, okay, you want to you want to wear women's clothes. I mean, there's no law against it. Uh, if you want to do that, I guess go ahead. <coughs> but um, you know, then we get into things like marriage, where you've got, I mean. If you got a transgender man and a transgender woman who want to get married, that kind of is okay anyway. But if you've got a transgender man who wants to marry a man who's not transgender, then you would get into problems. But see, that problem was solved a couple months before this became an issue with gay marriage when it was legalized. Right. So it's almost like at, at that point when they decided men could marry men, it seemed kind of silly to bring this whole thing up. But then suddenly we've got this bathroom issue. And then um, these kind of weird special rights that, that they're demanding and uh, claiming well, things like harassment because you say he instead of she. Yes, and then, so do these people, they eventually, I guess a lot of them end up getting, like, surgeries? So they right. so they are changing their physical body? And, and now you have, insta, you have, the public is paying for this. You know, we're, we're paying for this to happen to military, uh, pe- people who were in prison, in the military prison, there was one, I, I don't remember right. his I name. I think it was here in Cincinnati. Was it? I don't. I don't know. There was I've, I've heard of prisons do it. I've heard of prisons doing it. You know, civilian prisons and, and military prisons both having to pay for these operations, I, which I just don't get. I'm, I'm right. Well, you know, it gets into another, uh, even a more serious subject is when you've got these kids who are not sexually uh, mature, saying they have uh, gender dysphoria. Or you know, gender confusion, and you've got parents of 10-year-olds putting their kids on hormones to make them more like a woman instead of uh, let their biological functions happen naturally. Um, yeah, and the this sickening is part is... Kids. Oh, and, and it's so... And you know it's just so these liberal elitists can sit among their friends in whatever restaurant they're at, and they get to say that their child is transgender and right. have that conversation. That's, you know, it's disgusting yeah, it's what they're sad. doing. You it know is. what? Another problem is that it, this happened with the gay thing first, and then it started happening with the transgender thing. You've got, uh, oh, 
she's got her squeaky ball. You're going to have to take that away. She comes up and she presses it against me until I grab it and and throw it for her. Now she's pissed off because Vicky took it. Dog runs the house. Yeah. Okay, what was I saying? Um... We were just take it away. Uh, We were okay. You've got high school kids who there are high school kids who claim to be gay because it was kind of a fad. I know this happened. I saw it happen uh, twice. With um, one of the kids was just a a, another school kid with one of my kids. Uh, One of them was actually a friend of my kids who uh suddenly claimed she liked other women and i knew she i knew it it wasn't true i i'd walked by her room as they're talking about boys and boys do not talk about boys this way right you know right. I, this is a girl who likes boys and uh she i i don't know if it's an attention thing or uh just so that people will talk about her, but she suddenly first decided she was gay, then decided she was a boy. And then, I guess, like a year later, she forgot all that nonsense because she found a boy that she wanted to be with. So, hmm. uh, but, so you've got that going on. Now, put that same problem for 10-year-olds who... right. Love, love, love attention. And generally, 10-year-olds are somewhat sexually confused anyway. Not that they think they like uh, the wrong sex or think they are the wrong sex, but they're just, they're not developed yet. Well, sure. And, and, you know, depending if you're talking about males or females, but different things going on in their bodies and in their brains. and, And, yeah, there's all sorts of things that could that that are happening then um i don't i do not believe that these kids are organically coming up with this idea though i mean i not right. not one bit they're being fed don't get me wrong there's going to be the occasional boy uh who likes putting on girls dresses and playing with dolls and there's going to be the occasional girl you know i who wants you know, to wear jeans and play baseball that, right. rather than play, you know what I mean? That's going to happen, but that doesn't mean that they're having gender identity problems. Right. Um, not without some sort of suggestion uh, from someone with influence. You know? And there are plenty of boys out there who identify as boys and are boys, but who uh, maybe feel more comfortable in the company of women or yeah. girls. Yeah, they're they're just more... They get along with girls better. Uh, and maybe some of their mannerisms are kind of feminine. Uh, still does not equal uh, transgenderism. It, it's, they just, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, uh, I mean, being a boy, you're, you're in almost combative situations most of the time. There's... Maybe not combative. Uh, that's not the uh, com- competitive anyway. Right. It's not the easiest thing 
to always be competing. Uh, when you put a guy with a bunch of other girls, he's no longer competing. But, you know, one of the things that that kind of pops up, because this is a leftist issue, and I know you can't take all leftist issues and put them in the same boat, but they kind of are, because they right. make it that way. Um, things that affect everyone, the left tries to steal that issue and say, this is our issue, like abortion. Um, somehow they've tried to uh, steal the issue of racism, which I'll never understand, considering it was Republicans all along or conservatives who freed slaves and, uh, well, and, right. and fought racism. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, the left has taken that issue, and they've also taken uh, the homosexual agenda. They've also taken uh, feminism. Now, with feminism, we were supposed to believe that there's no difference between men and women. And a couple years later, now we've got women who want to be men. But why? If there's no difference, what what's this all about? Yeah. It kind of uh, doesn't make any sense there. Just just like most of their uh, j- just like most of their agenda, none of, none of it really makes sense. We don't quite understand. I mean, I I frankly I I see you know this this all comes down to the to the battle, of, you know, good and evil is really ultimately what it comes down to, but just just like anything else that they stand for it it starts off sounding I, I mean just ludicrous and then all of a sudden becomes a real thing and and next you're it becomes a, a normal thing you know and that's that's the that's sort of the cycle you see with with these i don't know crusades that they pick up right um and i i i see this going the same way you know not that I think we said earlier, not that deciding or, or thinking you are different than what you really are. I mean, it's like a mental issue. It's not a moral issue. It's it's a mental issue. You've, right. There's something wrong there. And uh, for us to not address that there's something wrong, again, I don't get the difference. What's the difference between that and saying I'm a dog or I'm, I, I don't know, a I'm flower? A six-year-old yeah well yeah my age like no i'm not i'm not 40 i'm 20 you know or whatever it's just i don't know it doesn't make a lot of sense but no it doesn't but uh, you just tapped into something so if i'm a if i'm a 45 year old man i and i let's i mean if i identify as a 16 year old girl do i get to do other things with 16 year old girl you know what i mean right does that does that make can it you, right for me to associate myself with those 16 year old girls can you I mean, go beyond the girls wrestling team right exactly uh, which, which has come up now yeah yep yeah. and it, well not just they're not i think yeah there's been several of them like uh didn't a male want to run on the female olympics team or something like that there was <laughs> like, that no dude, you're a dude yeah <laughs> like you're physically different 
I yeah, and uh, I I don't I don't even remember what country it was in now, but they finally decided okay, this man can compete against the women, and um, he's beaten them all, and I guess now some of them are starting to think, well, wait a minute, this just isn't fair, and it's like, hey, you guys set these rules, you know? It, yeah. This yeah. is what happens when you set these kind of silly rules. Well, I don't know. I mean, so as a Catholic, what what do we do? How do we handle this? I mean, there's there's the handling it from seeing it on the news and and uh, you know talking about it. But how? Look, so when it does enter our lives, what do we do? What? How does how does a Catholic supposed to handle? How is a Catholic priest supposed to handle it? If you know part of his congregation start dressing differently or whatever, you know right. what, how, what's he supposed to do? Right. I I think uh, first of all you got to differentiate between what's what is a sinful lifestyle versus what is a just kind of odd lifestyle. And if I'm if I'm wearing dresses, uh. That's not necessarily a sin. It's right. It's kind not of silly. In itself. Yeah. But if I'm, uh, if I'm in a relationship with another man and playing the role of a woman, uh, I think it's fair to assume that that role does extend to the bedroom. Right. If it if they're living that if they're living that in public. Right, and and then the, there's a good chance that yeah. So as a priest, you've got to. I mean, priests do have the, uh, and that's a whole other discussion. Is when when it comes to things like distributing communion, how far does that role go? Do you, uh, hey, you you're an alcoholic. I'm not going to give you communion, or you're publicly gay. Uh, living with another man, I cannot give you communion. There has to be some a line somewhere, because right. you cannot take communion if you're living in sin. And sometimes priests have to uh, call that out. At least they're supposed to. Well, sure, uh, and not just not just you know a male living with a male or female living with a ma- female, but you know uh, an unmarried couple is the same. It's right. there's no different. It's right. that's that's just the way it is. You know, unmarried man and you know, woman. So as far as the priest's role, I think he has to just see that as what it is, and and he's you know, if if this transvestite wants to distribute communion for the church, uh, no, he can't let him do that. That's uh, aside from not being uh, socially proper, it's. It would be sinful. Well, yeah, I'm. I guess that that's one aspect. But I mean, man, that's it. I, oh gosh, and we need to pray for our priests because you know they're being faced. You know, many of them are being faced with this as we speak around right. the country. You know, I'm bringing my family to mass, and the guy I used to sit next to is now dressing up like a woman and going up to communion with us. Still, you know what I mean? That or going up and. Uh, reading the readings and distributing communion and it's like hey no well again yeah how how are we you know I've got to talk to my kids about that 
And again, if it's just a man, we don't know if he's living a sinful life or not. All right. we know is now he's wearing women's clothing, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a bad time. I mean, Satan certainly knows what he's doing. It's 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 a difficult time right now to to be in those positions. Right. That's That's for sure. And I think when it comes to uh, the relationships we have with the people around us, for example, uh, at at some point in time, most people are face this kind of thing at work uh, the same way most people uh, face homosexuality at work. So it's like, I, what do you do there? You can't, you're being paid to go do a job and you're not getting paid to uh, judge this other's lifestyle or what they should or shouldn't be doing in their private lives. So you do have to be able to work with people who are under this delusion and uh, be able to function. So, you know, I, I think you gotta you got to be able to work with people without constantly calling attention to their delusion right right and and you have to be christian to them just like you're christian to anybody else you know that's all there is to it yeah you gotta uh you gotta be cordial at least right um i think and it's same thing would stand with gays but yeah um when your kid suddenly comes home and this kind of thing pops up i think I think you should address it the same way as if they came home and said, um, I have uh, I have a really bad desire to steal or I have a some other kind of disorder, uh, maybe uh, a yeah, gambling ext- addiction. Or, or extremely drug. depressed. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. No, I agree. I, so you get yeah, the help. Well, that's that could be a problem in itself. It right. may be it may be illegal to try to help somebody like that. I know that just it, just as it is for homosexuality now, they're not, you're not allowed to treat that as it's a mental issue and they can't help them. Right. And that um that's where the issue is. So when your kid comes to you and says I am identifying as the sex that I am not. Um, <coughs> I, you, your help has. You have to help them. They're your kid. Right. Um, I don't. I think right now you could get professional help. Oh, I I think so. I think I think at this point, if you chose to, yes. But I I. I won't be a bit surprised if it becomes illegal within years, you know, within a few years, it may be illegal to treat, I mean, you know, treat it like a race, like, I don't know, you know, if your child is tall and they have problems with being tall, you're allowed to go and get them psychological help, you know what I mean? Right. But you can't cut off part of their leg. Right. Well... Right, right. Not unless you, there are certain countries, and you can find doctors to do that for you. But uh, <laughs> right, typically it, you don't want to do that. So I, I don't know. It's 
it's it's going to be interesting to see. Not interesting. It's sad that we have to watch this play out, but it's it's going to be. I don't think I think we've just seen the beginning of it. I, th- I think it's going to get yeah. much worse before it gets better. Uh, and already, you go to public schools, even in areas of the country that are considered conservative, and you're already seeing you know these transgenders pop up, transgenders, you yeah. know, kids pop up all over the place, and it's just it's really unfortunate because it's just a fad. Uh, just like goth was, and yeah, there's still a couple goth right. kids out there, but you know the greasers and the the punk and the heavy metal and goth. You know what I mean? It's just right. a fad, and I, I guess some some fads are harmless, some aren't. The thing uh, is, there are certain uh, disorders that um, they're hard on the people who have those disorders. Oh, that's uh, yeah. No, it's definitely because, worth pointing that out. That, yeah, because there are there. I have no doubt there are seriously people with with uh, that are confused about their gender. You know, I, I have right. no. Uh, I, and I couldn't begin to know what that's like. Uh, you know, I, I have no doubt that's really... I don't believe we've just spontaneously had this bloom of them all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Right. I don't believe there were this many people in the closet, so to say. I believe there's a there's a certain element of a fad going on. But without a doubt, I'm, I'm sure those people are making it much harder on, on the people who really do have this problem. Well, so the thing is, though, you've... So you've got a problem that is hard because in itself it causes things like depression and all kinds of other uh, disorders. So you've got, say, um, well, let's just compare it to depression. You've got someone who's depressed that's very hard on the person. Um, So the the idea is you fight the depression or you find ways to deal with the depression. And for a long time, if someone had this kind of disorder where they think they are the opposite sex, um, part of fighting it was not giving into it and not pretending to be the opposite sex. But we've gotten to a place in our culture where giving into it is celebrated the same way giving into depression would be celebrated. And I I hate to say this, but in some places it is celebrated to give into depression. Um, I mean, in, okay. When my oldest daughter was in high school, they read a short story about a little girl who, I don't know, or a girl who kills herself. And the, Afterward, the discussions were held of why she was brave in killing herself. And the teacher phrased it that way. Oh, for goodness sakes. So you've got kids being told, teenagers who are at that unlevel, un, unstable stage of their life, uh, being told that it's brave to give in to the depression. Um, that's what we're doing with all these transgenders and all these homosexuals. Yeah. Them, go ahead and give in to it. If, if they had a problem with stealing, 
We wouldn't tell them to give in to that. Or killing cats. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah, go ahead and kill cats. What, right. I don't know. No, you're right. It's that's it's it's part of the culture. Um because because we were removed first off I, and and again that it's sort of a it's sort of a gray area to talk about sin when it comes to transgender because you know in itself it's not sinful uh yeah. unlike homosexual you know homosexual acts obviously that that in itself is sinful not not your feelings but the act itself uh but to it's it, it we're removing sin from society you know so without without sin if homo, if suicide isn't a sin then why you know why, why deal with it right and, and if yeah if if none of these things are sins if there is no sin then there's no reason to not give in to these things and that's that's the that's the reality of of our of where we're, our society is going is even there are even Christians who don't really believe in sin, you know, and that's yeah. it's so sad. Uh, yeah. That's I, something we have to fight. We can't give in to that. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, um, you, you know, Thomas Aquinas, um, he describes a sin in, in the translations that I've read. It's, he calls it folly. And he's talking about the corruption of a man's um, intellect. Uh, let me rephrase. The willful corruption of a man's intellect, where he allows him his, his ability to logically draw conclusions and live logically, he allows that to erode. Hmm. And he... Thomas Aquinas points out that of all the vices that cause this, lust is the biggest one. And when we allow lust to take hold of us, we risk our uh, our intellectual gift. And we're no longer able to think things out the way we normally would have. And I think this is part of this homosexuality and transgenderism. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, frankly, I, I'm, I tie it all back to contraception. You know, I, I think, I think it's all well, again. Related, we go back to but, lust, right? Exactly. Yeah, it all starts somewhere, and uh, if I if I give in to my lust and uh, how how can I talk to someone else about giving into their you know it, right. it just becomes a domino effect. But um, anyway, yeah, it's it's a sad reality. It's it's I I think it's just what we're we're just at the beginning of it. I, I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Yeah, um, and I, I and, guess and it it becomes very important for us to teach our kids the truth. You know, raise them Catholic and teach them the truth about things and to be happy with and accepting of how god made us yep i mean god made you as a man but you're not just a man that's another thing is see i don't 
they say I feel like a woman, but how would how would a man know that? How do you know what a woman feels like? I don't even know yeah. if I said I feel like Jason and you'd be like, How do you know what I feel like? What do you mean you feel like Jason? I only know what it feels like to be Eric. That's my right. only experience. I don't have any knowledge of what it means to be someone else. Now we could we could talk about um you know, I, I could talk about certain things uh and you could identify with that and say, yeah, I get that too. But that doesn't mean you suddenly say, well, I must be you. You would say, yeah, we're similar in that. Well, yeah, and your perception of certain things, even if described the same as me, are still not going to be anywhere near, you know, what, right. the way I feel. That's all there is to it. I, yeah, you're right. How do they? Again, I, I I feel like I feel like I'm a dog, you know. Whatever I want to yeah. be a little dog. You yeah. Know, how do you know? And you have no idea what a dog feels like or what a dog experiences, how a dog perceives the world around it. Uh, so you can't say that you think you must have been mistakenly made a person, and and you were supposed to be a dog when it's like. Uh, Generally, you are exactly what God made you to be. Even when it comes down to things like birth defects. Because um, God doesn't make mistakes. Now, there are birth defects, and we can fix them. Uh, often. And if we could fix them more, that would be great. But that does not mean that God made a mistake. Right, right. And that, that sort of, I mean, even related to transgenderism, that's sort of another area, I guess, I, and again, I haven't done any research, I don't know a lot about it, but I guess there are hermaphrodites right. or whatnot. And there, wasn't there, I seem to remember a story about a doctor who was convincing parents to... I think I I think I think a doctor messed up on a circumcision. I'll, I'll, I'll find yeah, I, I know. I saw. A you know show which about one I'm that. talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah the, messed up on a circumcision. Talked his parents. Look, just cut cut it off. We will treat him like a female. Right. You know, he'll be a female. And the poor kid. I think the kid ended up committing suicide. Or whatever. no, he didn't. He. Uh, yeah, he had a twin sister. Oh, okay. So they were. Uh, twins one was a boy one was a girl he he told her he messed up the circumcision and got her to sign papers saying that he was going to be part of this experiment and make it a girl and aside from just that part of it and the hormones that they gave to this boy and uh all the other terrible things they did um he he had them do these weird experiments like, you know, you're talking about six, seven-year-olds uh, putting them in positions, sexual positions together to try to, get, I guess, train him to be a girl. And, Jeez. Uh, I mean, 
he was relieved when he found out he was mad at his mom, but he was relieved when he found out it's because you are a boy. You're not a girl. Right. And it, it all made sense to him at that suddenly, point. Suddenly, yeah, okay, that makes sense because I never did like boys. They, they're gross, you know. And I think he's, huh. I think he's married. I think he was married the last when I saw the documentary. He was married, or had a girlfriend anyway. Like and, reverted to a male, like right. And a, yeah, I think he was also given an operation. He was given his genitals back, and uh, I, it, they said he could have sex. Okay. I don't know what that means, but he can't they have kids. It out. But right. he can have sex. So I don't know if if pleasure comes out of that or what, but huh? Well, I don't know. It's it's messed up. I yeah, and I don't. Um, I I don't know if there's any really long term answer to this, other than we have to uh, proceed as. If this person has a disorder, they think they're something they're not, and that's how you got to treat it. And if you had a person you worked with who had a disorder, you would pretty much have the same response as if um, you had a kid with a disorder. I mean, your reaction to them might be different, but it's not your job to cure other people's disorders. It is your job to help your kid with their disorder, but you right. still treat it as a disorder. Well, and that's, that's exactly what I've, you know, had these conversations with my kids, um, and, and tried to explain to them that they're, you're going to be faced with this. You're going to run into these people in your lives and, um, you just, you treat them well and and pray for them and uh don't you know just just like anything else you don't right. you don't uh judge them and if you see an opportunity to help them then do so but yeah like you said it's it's a disorder that that they're dealing with or they're just trying to get attention either way regardless it's it's you know it, it, yeah. it just that's what they're dealing with. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything else to say about that. No, I think that's. I think that's it. It's. It's a topic that could. That could branch off into several different. Ways, you know. You've yeah. got. I. I. I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of research on the the actual psychology behind it all, but again. I do uh, I know that there's that. no reliable psychology because I I see these uh, studies offered up by pro transvestite. I, I don't know what you would call them, and um, you look a little bit more into it and you find out it's not really research. Um, yeah, and then I've heard things going the other way, talking about say suicide rates of of transgenders, and then before. And after uh, the operations, things like that. And I, I don't think there's anything definitive out there. Other than the fact that this person was born uh, with certain genitals. And we can safely assume that uh, 
they're supposed to have those genitals because that's what they have. But, I mean, there, there's other things that, like, the fact is there is a difference between the way men and women think. Well, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's, we have there's a like a physical different way difference. of, and, and the, the transgenders that I've seen or, or known, um, they want to be that member of the opposite sex, but they don't, they don't think like the member of the opposite sex generally. You know what I mean? They, they, they do what they think the other one does. Right. Yes, I do know. I, they're, no, I like they're pretending to be yes. men, but right. a man would never do this, and you're doing right. it. And that Because that's what you think men do. Right. Right. Um, yeah. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. Which takes all the stereotypes about uh, things like um, toxic men and... Uh, makes it worse and it's like you think this is what toxic manhood is so you're going to do that and personify it and, and and go even further in that direction to try to prove that you were really supposed to be a man but in <laughs> fact men don't really do that that's just kind of men who don't have self-control maybe act that way but Right. Real men don't right. do that. The part of manhood is not behaving that way, is is not being selfish and things like that. But there are so many differences between um, between the two sexes and how we approach life, and um, and you know some of them are general, and it's not a definite rule. While some of them are rules. And it's like every time men are this way and every time women are that way. Like uh, shoes. Women always love shoes. I don't care who the woman is. She loves shoes. <laughs> I've never met a woman who doesn't love shoes. Right. And right. I can't quite understand why. But if I were going to identify as a female, one of the things I would start doing is liking shoes because I know that women like shoes. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like I would, that would be, that would be one of the stereotypes I latch on to. I don't think a man could do it the way a woman does it though. Like we can't eat, we don't understand why they like shoes because, um, Look, when you see a girl, you don't look at her shoes. That's that's never happened. Men don't look at girls' shoes. They don't care about her shoes. Um, girls look at each other's shoes, Right. Though. They do look at each other's shoes. And they talk it, about them. Yeah. And, and they've... I, I, you know, <laughs> I mentioned this to a girl, and she's like, well, we're not doing it to look good. And I'm like, no, that's wrong. You are so. Because you all talk about each other... They notice the shoes. Like if a girl has new shoes and uh, everybody she runs into knows that they're new shoes, even if they've never met that girl before and have no idea what other shoes she has. 
I think that's fascinating. <laughs> how would how would anyone know that? But they do. They right. Oh, you got new shoes. Yeah, I got new shoes. How would I don't know. <laughs> I don't think uh-huh. we I don't think we obsess about anything. Like, you know, except well, uh they say that men think about the marriage act once every I don't know what the rate is, once every twenty seconds. I think women think about shoes once every twenty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Without without a doubt. But but I don't think men uh obsess that much over anything physical. I, I can't think, think you, of anything they do. No, no. I think you have certain immature men who may uh approach those levels you know but i i don't i don't really believe that stereotype like i mean like a lot of men are real spaz about their tools right like right right now if i asked you if you had a three-eighths inch socket uh 10 millimeter deep well you would know whether you have it and you would know where it is probably and if i borrowed it uh and i didn't bring it back next week you would ask me for it absolutely and, and I know which brands I have. <laughs> right. And you and that's thousands of tools. It's stored in there. But the thing is, right. um, you would never show me your uh, 10 millimeter deep well socket and say, hey, look at this. I guess you would do that with some tools. Like it was a really cool tool. Uh, if, but, yeah, if it's something new or, or uh, something that hasn't been out before, yeah. I, I could see doing that possibly. Generally, it's a matter only of if you just happen to be in the garage anyway, though. Right. And we are going to use the tool, or you would <laughs> find guess. a reason to use the tool. Hey, right. let hey, we got to get this bolt <laughs> off. Oh no, we don't have a way to do it. Hey, look what I just bought. Look what I just got. <laughs> I wouldn't put it on Facebook though. If that's what you're getting at, right? Or. <laughs> Uh, compliment other people's uh, 10 millimeter deep well 3 8 inch sockets Right. it's just right. oh he's got one or he doesn't and <laughs> if you have one or if you know someone else has one and you need one you go and ask to borrow it uh, but yeah we don't I, I don't know I think if we thought long enough we could probably come up with something that men tend to as- obsess over but not not as much not like, shoes. About shoes. Not like shoes, <laughs> women and shoes. <laughs> We're gonna get in trouble, so we better right. move on. <laughs> I okay. I can't think of anything else to say about transgenderism. I, I think it's just. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. I think we said a lot, and we'll have to check back here in a couple years and see where where it is. See where it is, and uh, see yeah. if they've made it illegal to treat transgenders and try to help them. Alright, so we got current events. We got a couple things. Uh, I sent you the list of what we were going to talk about, but we got to talk about the uh, State of the Union address first. Because last week we talked about whether or not we were going to watch it, and then we watched it. I thought it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, I, I loved it, except I didn't get to watch it live as it was going on. Oh, I didn't The whole either. thing. Okay, yeah, I didn't get to watch it until 
uh, till later. I didn't get home from work until real late. But I think anyway, I started yeah. watching it at 11, which was long past my bedtime because I had to get up uh, to go somewhere out of town at like 5 the next morning. But I ended up not being able to sleep until I watched the whole thing. Um, yeah, I, he nailed it. My gosh. I, I, we've never had a president talk about abortion that way. Nope. Never. Nope. And the way the way he laid it out and the way he was unapologetic about it, right. that, that was great. It was so great uh, hearing a president be unapologetic for believing that man is created in the image of God. Right. How? Right. It never thought that would happen. No. Not not in our lifetime. Not after seeing the seeing the way the path our country has taken and not just our country but the world, but seeing seeing where we're going and then for that to happen it's just wonderful. Right. And, you know. It's almost scary because you know, he's got he's got another year or two and then four years hopefully after that. Uh what's gonna happen after I don't after know. him, I, I worry <laughs> yeah, about it's that. It's scary to think about that, but because he's the only one out there right now. Yeah, let's let's keep it going forward. You yeah, know, let's. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so and uh, let's see. Twenty One Savage is a rapper. Uh, I guess everybody thought he was from Atlanta, and then they found out he's. Uh, uh, he's British and he's overstayed his welcome, so he was nabbed by ICE. I guess <laughs> so was he uh, sending him back to Britain. Did he claim to be from Atlanta, or did, was that just it's, what he? Per, it's reported like as Atlanta-based rapper, so I guess that's what he considered his hometown. But okay, uh, his visa expired in 2006, so uh, ICE caught up with him and. Uh, I don't. Well, I guess we'll see what happens there. Huh. I don't know. I don't really know him though. I don't, I don't, I don't know any. I don't uh, think I've, I don't know any songs. I. I mean, I might have. Like may, maybe I've heard one of my kids listening to him, but I wouldn't know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Okay. This is kind of interesting. The location of Magnetic or North. Um has moved and it's been moving faster every year so right now and they've just updated it like a year earlier than they thought they would because it's moved so far it's moving about 34 miles per year it's moving south yeah so is it is it staying on a on a like a like a trajectory like is it you know what? Is I saw in a the, straight line. I, I saw I, the I've map, never... and it and it is kind of moving in a straight line further south. And they're saying eventually it'll it, it's moving towards Siberia. So um, they're saying that it's actually overdue for a complete flip. You you mean like? You mean historical evidence, like archaeological right. evidence, or whatever the ge- the evidence of the world shows that it's it's flipped before and it's due it's past due to, for that to happen. Right now, the so, uh, the sun's general uh, the sun actually has a whole lot of uh, 
those uh, magnetic poles. But no, I okay. I'm t- the spin of the sun flips. I think every twelve years, twelve or thirteen years, the sun's rotation actually changes. Oh, that's crazy! I didn't know that. That's a big mass to be changing. Right. I wonder if they're. <laughs> I, they might be talking about the core rotation. Something though. inside. Right. Uh, I can't remember now because I remember reading that like a year ago. But the. Um, I don't think it would have. The only thing it would have effect on is compasses and anything that uses a compass to tell where it is. Or to tell what direction is what, but right. I, I I don't think it would really change anything. No, no, you would just. I I remember learning how to read maps. You know, you'd have true north, and then you'd have magnetic north. Right. And you had to make sure that you understood the difference because. But you know, I, if you're trying to you, follow, if you're d- during the day, how do you tell true north? Um. I don't know I, if there I don't is know. a way. I don't know. I mean, it was just it was just a number. I mean, you could what you could if you have a compass, you can you can. Uh, I mean, you calculate. can find magnetic north, and then you can calculate it. Right. right. That's that's how that's how we always do. So you have to know how much it's off and in what direction and e- things like that. Exactly. You gotta yeah. be good at math, probably. Yeah, but I didn't know it was moving that fast. Yeah, I didn't either. Because if you think about it, the numbers, I mean, I, you know, that far away, you're talking about such a small difference. But the numbers I used 10 years ago have to be different than the numbers we use today. Right. You know, huh, that's interesting. That sort of gives me the motivation to go and learn that stuff. Right. Anyway. Pretty neat. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's see. The Philippines Department of Health has a measles outbreak. Um. Because I get, you know, there's people who are not vaccinating their kids, and this is going on in America too, um, because they say the vaccinations are linked with uh, what uh, autism. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, and I I know a lady with a severely autistic uh, girl who uh, swears up and down that it was her vaccinations that did it. Although, I, I don't know how you would tell. I mean, she, kids are, what, uh, you know, six months old when they get their measles, mumps, rubella? Yeah, yeah. And you don't, yeah, and a lot of times you won't notice that they're autistic. How would you well know a six-month-old yeah. is autistic? But Or all of a sudden do became. You, do you get boosters for that? Do you just get one MMR? For the, are you talking about MMR? Yeah. No. You get three of them. Oh, you do? I believe it's a series of three. You get one, like, almost right away when you're born, and then one a couple years later, then another one a couple years later. And now, I believe they're giving kids boosters when they go into college as well. What? I think that's that's a relatively new uh, practice, but I think you're getting another booster when you start college as well. Because I remember, I I don't know, somebody we know got the booster and it somehow called up a dormant Lyme disease that this Uh, kid had. Yeah. Actually. And and, and it. Yeah. 
and that was from a booster, and I think that's what it was, the MMR. But so people talk about the autistic. So we didn't get the MMRs, and the reason was no, no. I'm saying, are oh, you? My wife and I didn't get them for our kids because of uh, because they use an aborted fetal cell line to create them. See, I didn't even know that uh, until only a couple years ago. But aren't there two lines? Of the MMR? Yes. No, not there. There is no ethical line, if that's what you're asking. No, oh, there's only a single that. line. There's only a single. Now, there are ethical versions of like the measles and the mumps, and there is an ethical line of rubella, but that's only available in Japan. It's not available in the in the states. Hmm. For whatever reason, the drug companies aren't bringing it here. So that's, I mean, that's why we chose not to get our kids vaccinated. Now they've had they've had their vaccinations though. They've had their, I, there is one, I think that they don't have, and I think it's rubella. I can't remember. So it's if, not measles. if measles, if there was a measles outbreak, your kids would not get it. Right. They, I wouldn't be worried about it. No, they've had their measles shots. Yeah. Okay. In fact, she even. We because of this recent outbreak in New York. I mean, I don't know if you you saw that too. There was one. It's here in the states too. I thought it was in I don't know Washington or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't know. But because of that, I said, you know what? Let's double check to make sure because again, uh, the cooperation with evil by getting you know I've, the Vatican has released papers on it. I, I wouldn't call it a sin. Right. If you do go get these vaccinations, you know what I mean? It was just more of a, I guess, sort of a moral stand, so to say. But right. at the same time, not not at the detriment of the children or other people around us, you know. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's, that's I, I, no one ever talks about that. That's what bugs me, is no one ever talks about right. the aborted fetal cell lines. That's all I, that would be worth having a whole podcast about vaccination. Oh, yeah. There's enough, yeah, there's enough info. So, yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think it kind of started with some people as this stance on abortion, saying, no, I'm not going to get those vaccinations. But then a lot of times people hold a moral position and then want to further justify it. And I think that's where all these links with autism came from. Um, yeah. And, I mean, the whole position kind of falls apart because if if you don't get the uh, if you don't get the vaccinations, now you are subject to measles if it ever pops up, which it's more likely to pop up the less people get the vaccinations. A- absolutely. Yeah. No. I mean, it's. Not to mention the millions and millions and millions of people who have had... If there is some sort of link between the vaccinations and autism, it's such a... I've never actually researched it much, but it isn't going to be a very major... You know what I mean? The the chances are so slim. The chances are going to be lower than your chances of... Uh, having serious damage caused by measles or mumps. Measles or one of them, yep. Yep, Because we've got a cousin who, uh, I guess he's like somewhere between 50 and 60 now, but he's got the mind of a five-year-old because his brain was fried when he had measles. Yep, Uh, yep, that's right. 
So, you know, the measles are kind of a serious thing. If uh, you can avoid getting them, you should. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did you hear all that brouhaha about uh, Jeff Bezos? No. Amazon? No. I mean, last last I heard, he got caught cheating on his wife, and she's going to get half of all his money or whatever. That's the last time I heard of him in the news. Well, he sent pictures of his genitals to some girl. And somehow, um, David Pecker got a hold of him. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. And Is that's that really the, his name? And he happens to be friends of Trump, and he owns National Enquirer, I think. David Pecker does? Right. Okay. Hold on, I'm going to wait for my wife to stop coughing. Um, so... Uh, Jeff Bezos is blaming all this on Trump saying that they're trying to blackmail him but he's the one sending out pictures of his genitals who does that no kidding my god (laughs) if you got that much money and you're sending out pictures of your genitals I don't know so he's saying Pecker is blackmailing him or Trump is blackmailing him Pecker but it's kind of being blamed on Trump Oh, of course. Everything's being blamed on Trump. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. If I were hey, that's if I were him, I would send pictures of my bank account. That's how I yeah. would brag. That's <laughs> look, how I'd get the girls. This. Look at that. <laughs> Seven look, figures. I have to take a second figures. picture for all the zeros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Gosh. So, uh, NASA sent out two um, satellites. Uh, They're called CubeSats satellites. And I don't know quite what that means. But it's a new technology for communicating with the satellites. And they wanted to... They use them here in orbit around the Earth. But they wanted to see how they would do in deep space. And... Uh, they've just lost contact with them. They're, uh, I guess, like right past Mars. So when did they head no, out wait a minute. that past way? Past Mars? That's not even deep space. I don't know. Well, I should look more into that before I talk about it. But they've lost contact, and they don't expect they lost to. Con- they got out. It got out past Mars, and they lost contact. Yeah, I keep saying Mars, but I think I got to be wrong on this. I don't know where well, they lost no, contact. I, vague, I vaguely remember this. I, I don't remember. I mean, this is the first I heard of them losing contact, but I vaguely remember hearing about them and how quickly they can communicate back to Earth. Like, they can talk to, basically, when they're at Mars, if I remember correctly, they, they were able to talk almost instantly. Uh, yeah, there was, was almost real-time links. And... Uh... Man, isn't that amazing? I I, I got to wonder how how I how that works. I know, me too. <laughs> it, it's got to be done with light somehow, but I, you know, nothing is telling me where they lost sight of them. So if hmm. if they're in deep space and they're way past Mars, they're they're out past Pluto. Right. Right, but it doesn't tell you where they lost. Right, I can't find it. 
Now, these were orbiting. Aren't they orbiting? Uh, no. They have some in orbit. I, I mean orbiting the sun. I I don't know if they are or not. I think they were set. They, I don't know. I'm going to have to talk about this again later. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they lost sight of them, and uh, they don't expect to regain sight of them. So that's it for the the deep space cube sets. Hmm. Uh, Elizabeth Warren is now going to run for president. <laughs> that's uh, wonderful. Trump keeps calling her Pocahontas. Uh, Rush Limbaugh so, gave her the name Focahontas. Focahontas? Right, because she, she faked being a Native American. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Like, <laughs> she'll be our first Native American president. <laughs> the thing is, she, she used it to get certain advantages to like to get a right, job right to get and jobs and to get ahead and i don't understand she how she's for. been elected by for anything that wasn't it just sense. a week or two ago she was like it was in her own handwriting like there was doubts i guess before she never actually owned up to it but now wasn't it didn't they just find it in her well, own handwriting uh doubts that she uh claimed it or doubts that she, she admitted sh- her like, did lied. she admit previously that she actually claimed that? Kind I thought, of. I thought, I thought it was sort of she whitewashed it by saying, oh, well, I just didn't put white or something like that. Yeah, she I, did I at first. Know. And then um, and then she started talking about her high cheekbones or something like that. And uh, Trump called her out on that and said, I'm going to pay, I'll pay for a uh, test. You can get those tests. I'll give you one. And he said, "Oh, that's right." He said, "Next time they have a debate, if she runs for president, they'll have a debate, and she'll he'll challenge her at the debate to take yeah. the DNA test." So she took a DNA test on her own, and it was like one thousandth of a percent Native American. But they didn't <laughs> test it against real Native Americans. They tested for the DNA trait against. Like some Asian Mexican guy. They did. The whole thing doesn't make sense. The fact is, she is not Native American. She never was. She doesn't have any Native American in her. And right. she claimed to be. And I think she she apologized to the Cherokee Nation. And the way she put it was that Cherokees decide who's Native American and not. Because they control the roles, and they decide who's on the list of Native Americans. And since she's not on the list, she's sorry for saying she was Native American. But that's not the issue. The fact is, she's not Native American. She's, she's got no blood Native in her. American. <laughs> the whole thing's silly. Democrats. The Democrats. If if these if I want to be a woman, why can't she be a Native American? Right. I mean, it makes just as much sense. And why should the Native Americans be upset by that? These liberals. Uh, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> all right, so next week, uh, we'll just keep doing it with me and you. I don't know why Danny needs... He don't need to be a part of this. Well, I think you he likes doing it. Too bad. 
He's a no-show. Uh, 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 we'll, we'll call him. <laughs> we'll call him and see if he. Uh, because I, I'm, I'm just a visitor because I don't have an ambassador. Ambassadorship. I'll take like his and give it to you. Whatever. <laughs> I can be. I can be the ambassador of common nonsense. There you go. The ambassador <laughs> of common nonsense. <laughs> All right, well, I will be here next week. We'll see who else is. Uh, Thanks for listening. Think about what we said. Uh, What do you think? Danny and I thought of a new, uh, uh, what do you call it? uh, Like a battle cry. A uh, circle the beads. Catchphrase. Oh, okay, yeah. Circle the beads. Circle the beads? What does that mean to you? Uh, It's prayer the rosary? Yeah. Okay. I kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Circle the beads. Circle the beads, folks. Say your rosaries, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Take care. Bye.